Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8- Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast. Brought to you by PitcherList.com. Your daily morning podcast. Updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great weekend. You know, fantasy playoffs are going on in a big way. Some ended this weekend. Some are going to the finals next week, so on and so forth. Hopefully, you guys succeed in those guards. Uh, we got Roto still going strong. Roto format still going very, very strong. You got football week two is almost in the books with Monday Night Football yet to go. Lots of fun stuff all around sports. I'm a golf guy. Golf was great in Napa. So lots of fun stuff there. Hope you guys had a great time. Let's talk about some news and notes from Sunday on the Diamond. Diamondbacks, they placed reliever Scott McGuff on the IL with right shoulder inflammation. He'll have an MRI on Monday. Uh, the D-backs are calling up Bryce Jarvis. McGuff likely done for the season. They're, if it's not serious and they somehow make a postseason run, well, he might be able to come back. But looks like McGuff's season, which is pretty cool, all things considered, kind of came out of nowhere, got some saves for us throughout the year, is coming to an end. Dre Jamison, someone that early in the season, even draft season, people were speculating on as a late-round flyer. Well, it did not come to fruition, and it got even worse on Sunday as Dre Jamison is officially going to have Tommy John surgery. He'll miss the 2024 season for the Diamondbacks, hopefully returning in 2025. The Texas Rangers made a couple interesting moves here as double-A season came to an end. So they promoted two of their top prospects, Wyatt Langford, who's been torching the minor leagues. Uh, he's the fourth overall pick in 2023. That's this season for those keeping track at home. They promoted Wyatt Langford to triple-A, and they also promoted Jack Leiter, the second overall pick in 2021, to triple-A pitching prospect Jack Leiter. What this does is it keeps Langford and Leiter fresh, you know, getting at bats, reps on the mound, so on and so forth just in case they are needed for the postseason. You know, we always talk about the September 1st. You have to be on the roster by September 1st to make the postseason. Well, like most things in life, there are loopholes, and those loopholes involve being 
available to be called up in case of an injury. Then you can take someone's spot on the 40-man roster, which makes you eligible for the postseason. So Langford and Leiter could be additions at some point in time down the line here for the Texas Rangers. The just tumultuous is the best way I can say it. Season for Tyler O'Neill has come to an end as the Cardinals outfielder was placed on the IL with a right foot sprain. It's been a ton of injuries, a ton of just internal problems with the Cardinals and much, much more for O'Neill in 2023. He has a player's option, I believe, or a team, his team option in 2020 for 2024. They're already people are already clamoring for the Cardinals not to pick that up. We'll see what happens with Big O'Neill, but for now he goes on the IL with a right foot sprain. Juan Yepes will be recalled from AAA to take his spot on the Cardinals roster. Kyle Freeland left Saturday Saturday start with an oblique injury, and he was placed on the IL on Sunday with said oblique injury. His season is done for the Rockies. Noah Davis was recalled from AAA to take Freeland's spot on the roster. One to monitor here is how Sung Kim has been a great fantasy asset this season and really good for leading off for the Padres. He was scratched on Sunday's game uh, as he is experiencing abdominal uh, pain, which is pretty interesting. The Potters were saying they weren't sure if it was uh, muscular or something else. So further testing and imaging will take place on Sunday and Monday to get a better diagnosis of House on Kim's injury. Reed Detmers, who this was a shame because I know people in my Discord and other places, picked up Reed Detmers to stream on Sunday in hopes of fantasy playoff aspirations. Well, he was scratched on Sunday start with an illness. He'll supposed to take the mound Tuesday or Wednesday of this upcoming week. Kyron Paris was also scratched in the Angels lineup with, a left, with left thumb soreness. He's day-to-day. Jorge Soler was activated off the IL on Sunday. And he returned to the lineup to DH for the Marlins, and he went deep in his return to the lineup as the Marlins put up 16 runs on Charlie Borton and the Atlanta Braves. Felix Bautista, this is a wild one because when his injury took place, you're like, okay, done for the season. Hopefully no Tommy John, so he doesn't miss too much time, so on and so forth. Well, we've, there's been reports of Felix Bautista playing catch in the last couple weeks. And on Sunday, Felix Bautista threw his first bullpen session as he plans on returning before the end of the season. And the way he was throwing his bullpen, all the reporters that were there said this wasn't just a, a soft toss, let's get loose bullpen. This was a real bullpen session. He was throwing fastballs, and he looked good, and this is just bizarre. He has a tear in his UCL, which most people do anyway. I probably have a tear in my UCL. It's just to have a pitcher like Felix Bautista have the injury that took place and still be able to come back just a few weeks. He's three weeks removed, three weeks removed from this injury. Pretty crazy stuff here. Like Part of me is concerned he's going to further damage this. Part of me is like, this is awesome. This is how important the postseason means for some of these players. And if you can get one shot at this thing, and we, it would be awesome. We know how huge this would be for the Orioles, who clinched a playoff spot on Sunday. If you want some fun party celebration videos, go search Twitter for the Baltimore Orioles clinching a playoff spot. Kenley Jansen, who was placed on the COVID IL this past week, he's expected to return on Wednesday. He's already throwing uh, bullpens in, in the outfield, so he's going to be ready to roll when eligible on Wednesday. Salvador Perez was not in Sunday's lineup after taking a foul ball to the face on Saturday. He's day-to-day. And then Graham Ashcraft was placed on the IL on Saturday. He's going to undergo season-ending surgery on his right big toe and hopefully has an easy, steady recovery for 2024. All right, everybody. I talk about PL Plus, PL Pro all the time. You don't want to re- you don't want to miss it. It's just absolutely awesome stuff that they provide at PitcherList.com. You already got all the great free content that they provide. We know that PL Plus and PL Pro gets you even more cool stuff, gets you more content, more tools, and more importantly, the Discord. The Discord is awesome. It has everything you can possibly need there and more. And that more includes QB List. QB List is like the um, the other the sister project of PitcherList.com for you fancy football people. And when you're in the Discord for PL Plus and PL Pro, you get access to the QB List Discord, 
which gets you, you know, game time questions, start sick questions, waiver wire questions, whatever you need for your fantasy book football teams. Week two just happened. Lots of injuries took place. You're going to have tons of questions heading into week three. Well, become a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. Get in the Discord. Your questions will be answered by some of the best in the game that play fantasy football. So go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. Some hitting highlights from Sunday. Jake Berger just keeps on crushing. Two for five. Home run, double, run score, three ribbies, and a walk on Sunday. Since September 1st, Berger's hitting 279 with five homers, 12 runs scored, and 11 RBIs. He's been great since coming over to the Marlins, and I enjoy how much the Marlins are like using him to promote and having fun with him. I believe Monday's National Cheeseburger Day or something, and they're doing $5 burgers at the ballpark. It, it's just cool stuff they're doing to, to do things with Jake Berger that pretty sure we never would have saw with the Chicago White Sox. So they're accepting him. He's flourishing in South Beach. Good stuff all around. Randall Gritchick, who has failed to be claimed on waivers twice now, doesn't seem to be wanted in Anaheim. He doesn't care because this is where a professional athlete takes over going, I got to produce and get a contract, and Gritchick is doing just that. On Sunday, Randall Gritchick went two for four with a double home run, a run scored, and two RBIs. Since September 1st, Gritchick's hitting 306 with four doubles, three homers, seven runs scored, and eight RBIs. It feels like he's being more productive outside of Coors Field than he was inside. And there's a lot to be said about that. We talk about, you know, when, when they leave for a road series and getting adjusted to the non-Coors pitching, so on and so forth. Now he doesn't have to worry about that. It's the same for the most part everywhere he goes. And Gritchick's looking like the professional hitter we knew he could be this whole time. So really curious to see how he finishes the season and where he lands in 2024. Mark Vientos, I've been talking about him a ton on my DFS show because he's super cheap day in and day out. Now the Mets are finally playing him regularly, even against right-handed pitching. On Sunday, Vientos went three for four with a run scored, an RBI, and a stolen base. You're like, Bubba, no home run. Who cares? No. He hit for average and stole a bag on Sunday. And what I want to highlight here is over the last 14 games for Mark Vientos, Vientos hit in 300 with three home runs, nine runs scored, six RBIs, and a stolen base. He usually hits around sixth or seventh in the Mets lineup. Very productive stuff from, this, from the prospect that did not get any playing time for the longest time, and he's starting to flourish with every day at bats. Shocker. Make sure you all check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Joe Boyle made his MLB debut for the Oakland Athletics. Three innings, no earned, one hit, two walks, and four strikeouts. He had three whiffs and a 24% CSW. Boyle's got some big boy stuff. 25-game starter between AA and AAA this season. 384 ERA with 168 strikeouts and 117 in the third innings pitched. It's close to a 33% or 34% strikeout rate. Does have a near 18% walk rate, though. That's a bit of a problem. If he can hone that in, though, there's some nasty stuff there with Boyle. Imagine he'll get the Mason Miller treatment the rest of the way, giving him about three inning starts here and there just to get some pro reps. Remember the name Joe Boyle when you're doing some early draft and hold drafts for 2024. Dean Kramer continues his pretty solid season for the, for the Baltimore Orioles. Kramer, five innings, one earned, two hits, two walks, and five Ks on Sunday in that playoff-clinching game against the Tampa Bay Raves. Kramer, 12 whiffs and a 23% CSW. Over Kramer's last 10 games started, he's allowed three runs or less in nine of the 10 games. Very effective stuff there from Dean Kramer. And Jose Quintana, I keep talking about him in waiver wire articles and you know matchups articles and everything because he's boring. He's a boring veteran, boring left-handed veteran, but man, does he produce. On Sunday, Quintana, six and two-thirds, two earned, eight hits, one walk, two Ks. The Ks are the bugaboo. That's what it is. Three whiffs on 20% CSW. But what he does is he gets you innings, he gets you ratios. If the Mets were any good, he'd get you wins. But 
over the 11 starts for Quintana this season, he's allowed three in runs or less in 10 of those starts, and seven of those 10 starts are quality starts for Quintana. So I highlight that because if you're in points leagues that reward quality starts or just innings pitched in general, if you're in innings pitch league like I am in Tout Wars, if you're in quality start leagues, Quintana is much more valuable than I think people want to give credit to. And I know it's late in the season to pay attention to that, but maybe you know in those draft and hold formats, he's a late round dart that's nice to have just to eat up innings and get your ratios intact as the season goes along. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Sunday. Taylor Rogers of the Giants picked up his second save of the year as Camila Duvall struggled in a non-save situation on Sunday. David Bednar, man, picked up his 36th save of the year for the Buccos. Ryan Helsley is 11th save of the year for the Cardinals. He continues to get the primary state closing duties in St. Louis, which I did not think was going to happen when he returned. Alex Lane picked up his 24th save of the year for the Detroit Tigers. Gavin Stone picked up his first save of the year for the Dodgers throwing three and a third innings. I also wanted to highlight, though, Ryan Yarborough picked up the win throwing four and two-thirds innings after the opener. Been, been banging the drum for people to add Yarborough for a few weeks now because he's getting wins and saves like crazy since coming over the Dodgers. Quite, he might, he might be seriously one of the best trade acquisitions for a pitcher that no one's talking about. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we talk about Monday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Nitschkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, we have an eight-game slate for you on Monday starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Lots of ways to go on the slate. We've got some interesting pitching, but tons of bats, especially big boy bats. You got the Milwaukee Brewers against Adam Wainwright. That's always a great spot to target. You got the San Diego Padres versus Ty Blotch. That's always great as well. And then you got Philadelphia versus Kyle Wright in a big uh, NL East divisional game. And the last one, not least, Houston versus John Means. Oh, you know, John Means is a great story. Houston should have some fun with that one. But the pitcher side of things, Freddie Peralta, highest priced guy on the board by a lot, but still a great spot there versus St. Louis. If you want to save a little bit of money, Michael Walker versus Colorado, Jordan Montgomery versus Boston. If you really want to save, you got Michael Clevenger coming off two good starts against Washington and Brian Woo against the Oakland Athletics. Some things I'm looking forward to on Monday, Zach Wheeler taking on Kyle Wright, Philadelphia versus Atlanta, big NLE series. Atlanta's pretty much in charge of things, but Philadelphia is still fighting for some playoff life as well. So pretty fun series there in Atlanta and Wheeler, you know, the ace going to the mound against Kyle Wright. Freddie Peralta time in St. Louis. Anytime the Brewers ace takes the mound, I'm excited. And then you got John Means versus Justin Verlander. Verlander trying to get back on track. John Means, you know, making his second start. 
but it's going to be a hungover ace or a hungover O's crew. So keep an eye on that situation. Could be a great spot for Verlander to have some fun. Time will tell on that one. The last but not least, Eduardo Rodriguez heads to LA for the first time after waving his no trade to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Detroit Tigers head into LA. Tigers, Dodgers. It's Erod versus Lance Lynn. I'm hoping, hoping the Dodgers fans are going to be kind to Eduardo Rodriguez, but I am not holding my breath on that one one bit. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Hope you guys had a great Sunday and ready for a full Monday of action. Remember, PL Plus, PL Pro, all that good stuff as well. But I will be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and get you ready for Tuesday as we're on the home stretch. Two weeks of baseball to go, folks. But for now, this was your First Pitch Podcast Monday, September 18th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.